forge has gone quiet, the bellows blow no more. The forge has gone quiet, the smiths have gone home. Only fading embers remain, and my hearth grows cold. One kiss from you to rekindle it all. Queen of Embers, uh, we're here on episode 64, yep. game session 64, uh, but we're going to start uh, first tonight uh, uh, because Adam and Mike are back. Unfortunately, Tim's out, but that's okay. We're gonna He knows what he's going to play. We're going to spend the first part of the game session actually uh, moving our characters into next profession. Cool. Uh, yeah. Hey. Advanced tier, uh, which would be cool. And we're pretty close to that anyhow in the game, regardless. So we will, uh, what we're gonna do is this. So uh, we talked about this a little bit last time. You're going to take, you're gonna, you're gonna give yourself enough reward points to buy into your next profession and buy one advance into it. Ooh. So you will get both your profession, your professional trait, and your advance, one, one advance in it randomly. And what we're gonna do from here on out until the end of Queen of Embers, at the end of every game session, you buy something. Oh man, that's fancy. That's, that's fancy. Yeah, we're gonna. I love the game. We're gonna reach the end of advanced tier. We're so dead guys. I'm just saying. Like, uh, <laughs> he's gonna kill. It's a setup. Um, it's a crap. It is not. It is, but it Akbar. isn't. <laughs> My Akbar sense is going. It totally is. <laughs> it's totally yeah. a trap. Um, so. We've been talking a little bit before we started tonight about some options kind of off camera. Um, and I want to kind of, I don't know, maybe bring some of that to the surface, bring it to bubble up um, during our conversation now and just talk about like maybe what we're kind of talking about the story to date, how you think it's impacted your character and what profession you may want to look at doing. And I think because you're newest, Jason, to the mm -hmm. game, you've been here for nine game sessions. Yeah, eight, I'm already eight. in. Already in the advanced tier, I'm that good. Wow, wow. Yeah, it's called Power <laughs> Gaming. Yeah, that's Power Power level Gaming, Power yeah, Level. I applaud you, man. Yeah. My games you straight to advanced. Like, <laughs> took you 60 shit. episodes to catch my catch my level. I'm not worthy. <laughs> the best I have to So Jason obviously has the least <laughs> amount of experience in the broader story, but, I mean, has certainly gone through, I think, a lot. Um, you came in at a really interesting, intriguing time. One, because we just moved to figures. Leave it. Yeah, and two, we've had a lot of fate points spent. So, um, we bit. You kind of, and, and we're not, and obviously the broader story is important, but not for this conversation. The conversation is really important is that what's happened to your character? How's that impacting Eugene? And what direction do you think it's going to take him? Yeah. Uh, so, I've, I've been thinking about this because, we, like you mentioned at the end of last session, that we should start considering this. Um, I'd actually been thinking about and looking over different professions and options and kind of weighing them compared to what's been going on with Eugene. Uh, and it's been rough for him. Like for the most part, he's a librarian. He, he spends his days in tours. He learns knowledge. He never expected till when Hex and Cern gave him a sword and was like, you're going to carry this as part of you know, my, my will for you to help with the frames. Uh, he never expected to actually have to use it. Did a little training on it, like you know anybody who give, is given a sword should, 
Um, and it was from the moment he met the Duframes. <laughs> Even before he was aware of who they were, he was pulling the sword and, and fighting, 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 fighting. And he's just gone from one in over his head fight to the next. <laughs> and it, it's gone from this back and forth of I'm gonna I'm gonna use what I'm familiar with, which is my words and my talking, uh, to I'm gonna have to fight. And then a big swing one way and a big swing the other. And trying from from the moment of dealing with um, uh, Inquisitor Evangeline and her fanaticism, uh, it was a fight and then big talking and then fight and then a big talk and then uh, an eventual kind of meeting there in the middle. And then he had a bit of downtime where they were like, well, learn some more stuff and do what you're familiar with. And he right, returned right, to right. that, uh, read a bit on the esoteric of Durendal and uh, did a lot of reading of Rosanna Fields. Um, uh, lawyer books and her, her different uh, studies on the boat and then we end up in Stowe and it once again goes right into try and talk people out of making what is ultimately a grandiose bad decision. So would you say that Dufresne have kind of pushed you then in that case where are the cameras like focusing in on those hands? We're going to have to remove this. Uh, for some reason, it's, it's <laughs> zooming in that way with that hand. It's like capturing just the bottom part of your body. That is weird. <laughs> it's looking for hands. Or it's, well, know. maybe it's just trying to be hands on. What about now? Nope. Good. It will, it, will, it will. Yeah, there it oh, goes. Oh, there it goes. Yeah, look at that. It's cool. just giving us a hand. Yeah, I'll right. be watching Two of them, in fact. One left says. hand. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so would you say then that the Dufresne have been kind of pushing you toward a warlike approach? Yes, and even still, he's been trying to resist that, trying uh -huh. to talk Bloodleaf down, obviously trying to talk Raph Redrick down, and realizing that words will only get you so far. So I, I've been looking at two professions. Uh, the first is a bit of that combination of both being a lawyer and being a bit more actiony, which mm -hmm. was Barrister. Oh, that's a great one. Where he's trying to meet the middle of the two. And then the other half of that, the second profession I was looking at, is the just being forced to do combat he's not comfortable with, mm -hmm. uh, but not being uh, incredibly good at it. Uh, and so he's trying to find a, uh, follow Tyrwin's lead here and just keeps taking orders he doesn't believe in. Uh, and that was War Dervish. Mm -hmm. And so he's... He's just got this resolve, I should be following orders even if I don't believe in them. Right. Um, and so I'm kind of torn between the two. Uh, so for Swihander fashion in this one, uh, I'm going to roll randomly to determine which one I get. So I will, let me pause there for a second. I think you should get okay. the direction you want. If you're going to roll randomly, you should. Okay. But I think before you do that, it's best to be informed about what's happened up to this point. Mm -hmm. Right. So if we were to ask ourselves, this is for the, the greater group. So Nick... Kay, Mike, and, and Adam. I mean, when we look at the history of this story over 63 game sessions, I mean, where do you think the challenge has been primarily? Is it combat? Is it social? Is it conspiracy? Is it chases? Is it wilderness travel? Where do you think the kind of main, the main thrust, like mechanically, has been for us? Navigation during wilderness travel? <laughs> I think so. The majority of what we Really, just talking. So we had the main, the big um, dinner party issue, and, and all the research and stuff that went up to that. And then everything that's been in Stowe has been a, a balancing act in terms of 
trying to negotiate with different parties to try to get an outcome that we wanted. Um, before that, it was <coughs> investigating the plague. So, like, I feel like if, if you had to ask me, it would be some sort of either investigation or, like, social type challenge. Do you guys agree with that? Yeah, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Like but, conspiracy, but social, yeah. There's, there's an interesting moment where, yes, you need those social skills in order to avoid some combat, but then there are going to be times, in, in Stowe particularly, um, but uh, where you, no matter what you do, you're not going to change those minds. Like, right. You can soften them to a degree, but you can't change them because, like, I think we did the best we possibly could have. Mm-hmm. And they still were like, you can't sever lifetimes because it had been multiple lifetimes for um, both of them. Really. Bloodleaf. Bloodleaf. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, they still were at each other's throats. Right. Um, you can't just and, like overnight, like, yeah. get rid of that kind of hatred. <laughs> like, so there's only one, so much that talking can do, just like on the flip side. There's only so much the fighting can do because if you fight everything, it's not going to last long. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so what would you say is the, the biggest challenge for the group? Um, it's I don't know. I think the more. I go back and forth because um, you know there's shortcomings from some of our professions. When, like you know, particularly Terran, he's he's not built socially. Um, and I've been able to, you know, I've been able to kind of circumvent some of it with decent role playing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, if Terran may have been a, a better role player because he's leader, so he's bound to be talking at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, then maybe we wouldn't have gotten ourselves into trouble. Um, but when we do get into, or into trouble, you know, like the innocents or the, the less, um, well, I wouldn't say innocent, but the, <laughs> or I wouldn't with you actually, but uh, like the, the non-combat, the, the non-combat <laughs> yeah, like they, they tend, unless they, unless they like try and like stay down, um, they're, they're, that's where a lot of the challenge is. So, so with that being said, I want you to think about this because we're going to come back to you. We're going to come back because uh, I want everyone to make an informed decision. I think we should move next to Kay because you're the second newest to the group. Yeah. But you've been here. I mean, you've been here since episode six, since six session. Something like that. Yeah, you've been here fifty plus sessions. So, tell us about kind of how the stories impacted Elisa Marius. And like what direction you're thinking for your character so i've got three ways i'm kind of going because it it's kind of where she's gone um like i stated before like she's she's kind of grown with it because she started off as like this young kid that basically got thrown into a position of power because of a last name um and so you know she was schooled and she was trained and all those things but there's only so far that can go you know you have to have practical education (laughs) and um 
So like she's kind of grown and like she started off as just this I'm not my father like spoiled brat kind of character and I think she's kind of changed from that to You're like my dad. Yeah, pretty much. I'm trying to move out of his shadow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's she's trying to keep upkeep his name but also at the same time like wants to be herself kind mm-hmm. of thing is what she's doing and um like she's kind of become a fighter for like those who don't have a voice or or something like mm-hmm. she sees those who who haven't been given opportunities and it, it, it seems like she tries to help them out um and she's like seen how much larger organizations if you will tend to just fuck things up in her mind mm-hmm. like watching a lot of the religious zealots just destroy people's lives and destroy people's towns and entire livelihoods and things like that because they don't care um in, in her eyes at least and she doesn't understand like the religious mission and you know it started with the 13 and it's kind of just ballooned at this point especially meeting the inquisitor and uh you know, the Crimson, was it Marauders? Right? Marauders, not Martyrs. <laughs> I keep saying Martyrs. I'm sorry. It's me. I Anyways, but yeah, so like, you know, just watching them kind of destroy things for no care other than some god that she doesn't follow. Like, she knows they exist, but honestly, she thinks they don't give a shit about mortals in the end. So it's kind of her thought. But, um, so it kind of had three different ways that I was going to go because of the way that I've been role-playing her. And like, one of them was Courtesan to start with. And the reason I was gonna go Courtesan is because like, she has, inside of combat, I've had to rely a lot more on things outside of it, like being able to influence and, and turn people and, you know, um, things like that. Like turning the, the zealots mm-hmm. back at the dock or like calming down the animal. Um, very creative stuff. Yeah, so I thought that might be an interesting way to go, but then there's also, she kind of has a nefarious side to her, um, because of the whole, like, you know, lock picking and, and taking to finally showing off that she's more than just, like, a bookkeeper. She actually has, like, some, um, skullduggery skills. Yeah. yeah. So then Jackdaw was the other one I was looking at. So the two professions are Jackdaw. What else are you going to start? Cortisone. Okay. And then my last one that I've been reading that kind of makes sense going along with the um, warrior for the downtrodden type that she's kind of turned into is Oathkeeper. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of between those three. Well, those are those are those are all really interesting choices. Um, but much like with Jason, I think that um, let's 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 talk to everybody else and then let that inform our decision we make. So um, let's go. Come back to Nick. <laughs> let's go to let's go to Mike. Okay. So tell us about tell us about your character up to this point. How you think it's kind of impacted him, and how you think what direction you want to go. Yeah. Uh, so Harper. I mean, he was originally going to be kind of the combat monkey of the group, like going like heavy range, especially gunpowder. Like he was going to be the guy that if we needed to put someone down, he could do it. Right, like he would be potentially kind of the muscle. I mean, you have Terwin, who is like the big face muscle, but then you have his like right hand would be me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Harper is kind of at this point had a bit of a crisis of faith, to where he's like he's been raised to, to have like two kind of viewpoints: one from his father and one from his uncle. 
and like as a kid, he would glorify his uncle's adventurous ways. Like mm-hmm. he went out and he fought battles, he fought wars, you know, he did all these kind of crazy and amazing things. Whereas his like father was like this pious man uh, who like had more faith in God and then in her gods. And instead of like uh, like he was a paladin, but he, like he was, I, I can see him like Harper being like questioning like, okay, I've I've been doing kind of what my uncle did. I've been following that path, but is that the right path for me? Mm-hmm. Like, cause it hasn't been working out and he kind of has been thinking it hasn't like, he's been this violent person. And what has that gotten him? Like he had 30 shots like two weeks ago and he, he put 30 bullets into people. And what has that solved? Like nothing. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, and part of that was also, I think, uh, kind of me drawing on like the lost heart. Like he's just kind of like lost heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so maybe it's just something like a phase that he snaps out of it, and he's like, "All right, let's get back into this fight." So now. lost heart being the the drawback. The drawback that he got with from the Baroness, which um, when he suffers, like he was just in a bad headspace last event. So mm-hmm. that's why I was like, should that really affect like his character profession going forward? Because if I was going to continue his path as is, it would be something like Watchmen, Bounty Hunter. Um, another one I was looking at, which I think would be interesting, was Buccaneer. Mm-hmm. Um, those would be the three like combat centric professions, and if he was going to go more of a like a faith type thing and give up fighting, I think he would go adherent. That's interesting. And Those be are like, all really interesting. Kind of like follow his father's path and like, no, I'm not going to attack you. If you want to attack me, you can, but I'm not going to fight mm-hmm. back. That's interesting. So take the path of nonviolence. Yeah. Instead of the path of violence. Interesting. That's that's really that's a really intriguing twist. I didn't expect that. Yeah. But it makes sense. It right? does. Like I was thinking about it. Like I like I was like I, I know I'm not gonna be here next or, or this uh, Wednesday. And I was like, let me just type something out. Like what's what's Harper thinking? And I was like, that's an interesting thought. Like this dual like fork in the road: violence, non-violence. Which way does he go? Okay. I think adherent would be a great non-violence thing. I don't know if you want to mean to do magic. I'm fine with not doing that because they do get incantation. They do get they do um, blessed sacrament. Um, they would get three spells. But again, I mean, if you just want to do like for just professional trait, I'd be fine with that. Like, yeah, I think that's a it's an interesting play. Uh, I would, I'm, we're going to move it to somebody else, but I want you to consider this. Mm-hmm. Um, think instead about apostle. Okay. And we'll come back to you. Yeah. Uh, so let's go next to Adam. Let's talk about Terrywind Forester. Tell us about how the story is kind of how where he started, how the story's kind of impacted him, and where what direction you think you want to go. Uh, when when the story started out, he was all about like justice and doing the right thing, and um, you know making sure that uh, those old, outdated notions of chivalry are still followed. Mm-hmm. I mean, like even to this day, he still has outdated things because his family is far removed, and so when, like when he was talking to Graf, he said, "You're men," yeah. and then uh, uh, Graf was like my people or you know my men and women or something like that because his family is still in those uh like older traditions right um and with that comes a certain naivety as well um and so uh you know after a while it started moving into okay well we're going to try to avoid violence but violence is going to happen i've been through it before all about protecting people and I'm about putting myself mm-hmm. in front of them um, but now with everything that happened he tried everything that he could um, 
to stop that violence and it still happened. Um, I think that like he's having a moment that, that Harper is having, but I think he's going to lean a little bit more into hatred. Um, and so uh, how that plays out, whether it's like he's trying to continue to hold on and desperately make sure that if anyone in the group dies, it's him, or if he actually starts to go a little more malicious, I, mm -hmm. I don't know. And it depends on which profession I pick. So the professions I have narrowed down, um, pit fighter would be to try and like go that route of like, I'm harder and harder to kill. Mm -hmm. um, that's the one that makes least sense roleplay wise, um, but it's on the table. The other two are uh, from uh, Mongosh, and that's um, Armager, to mm -hmm. you know, because he's obsessed with armor, and some of the people yeah, have, yeah. have told him that. Um, so he could he could go Armager, or if he really wants to go down the path of hatred, he could go Condottier. Mm -hmm. um, so those are the three that I'm stuck between. I briefly looked at Executioner. Just because of like he has been known to just straight up kill people, but yeah. that's it, it. It's not really. It, it, it's another possibility, but I think that's not okay. so much. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right, it's good. So that brings us now finally to Nick. Nick, tell us about Warren Rhodes or Warren? Question mark. Let's talk about. Let's talk about what. Let, before we dive in, though, I think it's gonna be important for us to talk about the event, like the, the, the first touch with her. Okay, um, I think it, do, it does pay to like actually go into a little bit of background before we get to that. So, Warren, I, I, like my concept for, for Warren at the outset was someone who is very, uh, you know, opposed to the types of character I typically play which are, you know, kind of boom, 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 chaotic from the start. I wanted to go with something different and like play someone, just to play a really, you know, upfront, honest person who had a very strong sense of morality. Um, you know, I think candor is his uh, uh, order alignment. So he's, he always tells the truth. He, he, uh, he gets everything right. And, you know, he's a camp follower. He's, he's dedicated, that's his profession, is, is helping people. Um, and then throughout his career, the world continues to shape him further and further down the path of chaos. So um, in the first few acts of the storyline, we encounter the Reek. Um, his kind of reaction was that too, was to take up the plague doctor profession. Um, so he's been going down that profession for a while. And um, so at that point, somewhere, somewhere about midway in there is when he actually came in contact with Warren, and we can kind of go into what you were talking about just a few. Yeah, ago. so and I will. I'll let you talk about it. But what we're really talking about for just really kind of not above board. But there, we already know that Warren has a disorder called possessed. Um, there is someone else inside of him. They. This has been kind of a, a source of debate and discussion, and now she's kind of like naked in her appearance, like naked in the sense that she doesn't need to hide behind Warren now. She she literally takes control. He stands upright. He speaks differently. Uh, she, when she is in control, she, he is different. Mm -hmm. um, and we spoke kind of briefly before everyone kind of came back about how that may shape the next profession. So what are you thinking? So, um, 
you know, I, I was thinking a lot of different ways to take this character. I initially thought, you know, hey, I can continue down this path of, um, you know, like the plague doctor and move into another healing type profession, like a physiker or something. I kind of threw that idea out because, frankly, it didn't really, really sound that interesting. Um, and then Dan and I were kind of talking, and we kind of had the concept that Warren, question mark, would take a new profession. Rather than her. Yeah, yeah, her. She would be taking a new profession rather than Warren. Um, so with that in mind, we, were, we kind of bounced a few different ideas off, and... Um, Part of this, part of this uh, decision centered on the fact that Warren question mark is um, the nature of, of, of who she is dictates that Warren take on a new um, order alignment or aspect. So, um, with that in mind. Um, I chose to take the, the name of that again, uh, Sanguine Late Legionnaire. Yes. And what's your aspect? Uh, so the aspect I decided on was Wrathful, I believe is the name of it. Yeah. Cool. And let me uh, actually, since we've got it here, I will so go ahead and read that off to everyone one? since that is not generally noted knowledge because it's kind of new. Um, Wrathful, there's always a seething ire, like a persistent fever that gnaws at the hell furnace's very being. Perhaps he is angered. It is anger at his imprisonment deep below the earth, or his hatred of those who walk on the land. Either way, he and his occultists are outwardly stern and indignant, but inwardly boiling and seething with fury. The inner natures, the inner natures may manifest as subtle barbs in conversation, or stares hard to freeze you to the spot, and it may boil over into bloody outbursts of ultra violence. So there's two things I need to call out about this that you're not going to see in the book. One, the same legionnaire it worships the, the prince of violence, but we're making some changes. Mm -hmm. uh, two, the health furnace in this from this perspective and the aspect is actually her, mm -hmm. who has no name, because this is, once again, her taking this profession and not Warren taking the profession. Right. So one of the things we talked about was when does Nick, the player, take advantage of the benefits of the Sanguine Legionnaire. Only when Warren, question mark, is in control. So Warren, Nick as Warren, Warren, the Warren Rhodes, will not take advantage of those benefits. But when she is in control, then she can take advantage of the profession's abilities. So is it, so she's going to change Warren's uh, order and chaos alignment? No. He loses. He loses his order alignment and replaces it with an aspect. So we talked about what Nick is looking to move towards. So with all those considerations in mind, like all everybody, everybody's doing, uh, I think we should wrap up our character, our pre-episode, our pre-seventh act, by making a decision. What character profession are you going to go through? We know, Nick, you're going to choose... Sanguine Legionnaire. Okay. We were going to talk about disorders, too. Uh, yeah, we need to. Let's come back to that once we get a decision on everybody's profession. So, um, okay. I'm gonna go Oathkeeper. Oathkeeper? That's good. Uh, what about yourself, uh, Adam? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, we'll come back then. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm, like, I really 
<laughs> I kind of really want to do like an earring, but uh, I could be convinced on something else. Well, here to be a good fit, the only thing you would the only thing you would do is just replace incantation. I mean, you have to have a level of incantation in order to cast a spell, and I just just would do it last, or maybe not at all. Yeah, it's like I mean, it's once again you can leave it leave most... that door open, but don't do it right now. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of you leave that option open, obviously, uh, for incantations, kind of. Okay. You know, because you never know, right? You never know. Yeah. I mean, I guess the only question I'd have is, do any of the player characters think that it would be too much of a turn for the character to be like, I'm out of, I'm done with violence? No. You don't? No. Because if it feels, if it feels too wrong, then I would be like, okay, then I'll just continue on the path as is. And, and it may then... be a slip. Like, it may be a slow, it may be a right. slope down to that idea of, like, moving away from violence or using violence when it's absolutely positively necessary. Well, I mean, yeah, and that's why I was thinking martyr. Actually, the, like the, the these what? guys, uh, following the martyr. Yeah, like I feel like these guys are like a bastardized version of the martyr, and I feel like this is not right. I need to do right. Well, we say the, we guy, say I the guys, but you're talking about the crimson martyrs, Crimson's, crimson marauders. marauders. Well, I'll tell you now, they have no impact on the story in the future. Uh, that's done. Right. I mean, that that opportunity is gone. But I feel like no, like I'm not gonna try to. I'm not gonna try to change them. Right. Right. But they changed me. Yeah, that's it. Uh, kind of like an event that kind of like became like the. This is the like this was the catalyst, like the candle, the, the thing that kind of like broke Harper and went like, no, this is the wrong path. This is the right path, and they like, it was it was them bastardizing the martyr yeah. in my opinion. That was just like no, because I mean I I would probably say that if his main god would probably have been the steward, which is like her husband, mm -hmm. which is the god of war, right? Essentially. And so I think you've been like, no, I've been kind of following the wrong aspects. I think it's, it's really her that I need to follow. It's good. Cool. It's good. It's a good choice. So yeah, so we'll, we'll obviously build characters yeah. in just a few moments off camera, but yeah. let's go back. So Oathkeeper is what Kay's going to go for Elisa Marius. Yeah. Adherent is what um, Harper Clavager is going to go yeah. for. Um, and then for Warren Rhodes, you're going to go for Samuel Legionnaire. Mm -hmm. Coincidentally, that is how Graph Red Rose is built. Um, your, and so now we turn to Jason. So Eugene Thornberry, you had kind of three, two choices. Two choices. And uh, again, I, I really like both, and I can see Eugene going either one. Mm -hmm. um, so to, to kind of figure out how I want to advance with him, I'm I'm going to kind of stick it towards kind of course Swihander. I'm going to leave it up to a bit of chaos. Cool. All right. So uh, shared 50, Barrister, 51 to 100, um, Dervish. 77, crit success on Dervish. Dervish. <laughs> All right, so that brings us finally back to Adam. Uh, actually, I have made a decision. Oh. Um, and my decision is going to be Condottier. Nice, that's a cool one. It is. Yeah. It, it's what makes the most sense af after, like, overviewing everything <coughs> they did. Like, uh, I think also particularly what I could see happening, you know, because, like, you don't, like, you're not... Except for maybe in some cases, you're not all of a sudden just like in the embodiment of what your new profession is. You mm -hmm. you you roll into it. Right. I think with everything that's happening, when he starts to realize, oh, oh shit, I've been doing this to um, mm -hmm. to Eugene. I've lost one of my um, heaviest hitters, uh, and then I have no idea what to do about Warren. Um, like, he's probably going to. Snap, mm -hmm. um, and pressure's on. Yeah, pressure's on. And so, <laughs> Condottier uh, shows more of that. Like, 
Keep talking. You're fine. <laughs> You're pointing. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Condottier shows a little bit more of that side. Um, because the drawback is that I'm going to have to change my order alignment to ferocity and my chaos alignment to hatred. Cool. Okay. So uh, we'll do a quick last tally on professions. So Eugene Thornberry, what are your three total professions? Um... Archivist, Bailiff, War Dervish. Okay. Warren Rhodes? Camp Follower, Plague Doctor, Sanguine Legionnaire. Elisa Marius? Provocateur, Investigator, and then Oathbreaker. Oathkeeper. Breaker. Or Clavager. Dragoon, Pistolier, and then Hard Left on a Tyrant. Excellent. And then finally for Tyrant Forester. Man at Arms, Sellsword, Condottier. Perfect. So we will wrap up our character creation stuff here. We'll do Tim's off screen and we'll announce what it is uh, on our 65th session when he's back. Cool.